I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. I can't wait to hear about what you have for us today on Scam Squad. Hi, Patty. Well, as you know, I often get information from various law enforcement agencies, including Federal Trade Commission, and I just got a bulletin that I thought was kind of interesting. According to new data from the Federal Trade Commission, the number one scam right now in the country during the pandemic is identity theft. And the reason that this has become number one is because of the scam we've talked about a couple of times before on this show, unemployment filing fraud. Boy, we have talked about that, haven't we, Vicki? And that's where a fraudster files an unemployment claim using someone else's name. Yes, and apparently it's become a pandemic. Thousands and thousands of fake unemployment claims have been filed and paid, many here in California. So here's how it works. A scammer typically files an unemployment claim using a stolen identity, then gets the benefits, which California pays on debit cards. And Patty, there are reports of people getting multiple letters from the unemployment department addressed to various strangers saying that a claim has been filed. And some of the letters say that the claim was paid but the recipient was paid too much, so EDD is asking for that money back. Oh my gosh, I can only imagine how disturbing that would be to get a letter from EDD telling you that you need to pay back some money which you didn't get. So what should someone do if they get one of those letters? Well, if somebody has filed for unemployment on your behalf, Chances are that they've learned a lot of your personal information. They've, in other words, committed identity theft. And you want to make sure that no one can open a new credit card in your name. So you should put a freeze on your credit and monitor your accounts. And you should also notify your bank, your employer, and the Employment Development Department, EDD. When someone steals your identity, it creates a lot of work for the victim. Remind us how we put a freeze on our credit. Well, you can go online or call to any of the three credit reporting agencies, which are Experian, Equifax, or TransUnion, and you ask them to put a freeze on your credit. And reporting to one is enough. You don't have to call all three. Also, check your credit. Use annualcreditreport.com. That's a trusted credit monitoring company, so you're safe using that. And they will provide a free credit check once a week to help people look for irregularities in their credit. Is there a number to call to report one of these scams? Yes. The Employment Development Department Fraud Hotline is 1-800-229-6297. And I'll say that again, and maybe I'll give it again at the end of the show. 1-800-229-6297. And Vicki, are there things we should do to protect ourselves from becoming a victim of this scam? Well, it all starts with the fraudster stealing someone's identifying information, like your social security number. 
So here's some things to avoid. Avoid any website that claims to be able to help you file and receive your benefits quickly. These websites are scams. Also, any phone calls or texts claiming that your benefits have been suspended and you need to supply personal identifying information in order for your benefits to start up again. Those are clearly scams. Those are crooks trying to find your personal identifying information to steal your identity. Also, scammers pretending to be employers offering a job. But of course, to get the job, you need to provide, again, all kinds of personal information. So this is a scam. Anytime anybody asks you for personal information where you haven't solicited that person, you're involved in a scam. If we had two important pieces of advice to give, I guess it would be never, ever give personal information on the phone, especially financial information, and again, never click on unknown links. That's correct, and we've said that many, many times, and it's even more important now with everything that's going on during the pandemic. And something else I wanted to mention today, scammers are taking advantage of the chaos and confusion many of us are now living in to try and catch us off guard. Things like, oh, did I remember to pay that utility bill? How about my credit card bill? Did I remember to pay that? So... Consumers are getting phishing texts this summer telling them that their bill hasn't been paid yet for their internet or their cell service. And in some cases, the texts say that their AT&T payment has been put on hold. Hmm. And I know you've told us phishing texts, that's P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, are designed to look like they come from a legitimate company using the company logo but they're really from scammers. What should you do if you get a text like that? Well, in the case of a utility or a credit card, check with your bank to see if your check cleared, if you're pretty sure that you've already paid that bill. And same thing if you pay online. See if the amount was taken out of your account. Now, Patty, consumers are also getting texts that alert them to, quote, windfalls or unclaimed assets. This makes sense because at a time when many people are out of work, scammers can see the appeal of offering some fast cash. The text might look very official, and they might say they are from the Unclaimed Property Administration. But again, these texts are coming from scammers. And I'm guessing they also might ask you to click on a link and give a lot of personal information to search for possible unclaimed property. Yes, this is just another way scammers try to steal your identity. Well, speaking of that, we all are hoping for that unexpected windfall. I know I am. Is there a legitimate way to see if you have unclaimed property that is held by the state? Well, yes, there is. And this property might be something like an old bank account, an uncashed check, an insurance payment that you didn't get, things like that. And to find out if there's any unclaimed property that you can claim, just Google State of California Unclaimed Property Claims. I did that once many years ago, and to my very big surprise, I had unclaimed funds of $800. So it is definitely worth checking. 
Well, that's exciting. And I imagine you could check other states as well. You'd probably have to investigate the website. I know I was wondering if I might have something in a pension from my teaching days back in other states. So we'll have to investigate that. But it looks like you can look for unclaimed funds and sometimes you can find them. Absolutely. So, Patty, I do have some good news to share. Wonderful. Um, I know. I've talked about the timeshare scam before. That's where fraudsters contact folks who own timeshares and say that they have a buyer for your timeshare. Now, there are lots of people who want to sell their timeshares, and there is not a current market for them. So this kind of offer is very tempting. And by the way, I know somebody who fell for this. But of course, once you get involved in one of these timeshare scams, there's suddenly all kinds of fees and costs involved, and the reality is there is no seller. So the headline in this bulletin from the Federal Trade Commission reads, FTC sending refund check for nearly $2.7 million to consumers defrauded in timeshare resale scheme. So, Patty, this is just another example that the Federal Trade Commission really does go after these fraudsters and they will get restitution for the victims. So if you have been scammed, report the fraud to the Federal Trade Commission and that's at ftc.com. Thank you so much, Vicki. That's such great advice. You know, it must be a widespread problem. People with their timeshares that either have overextended themselves or have found it's not a good deal. So I can see why they'd be tempted. I've noticed that they even have commercials from attorneys right now saying they'll help you get your money back from timeshares. But then again, I'm not recommending them because I have no idea if they're legitimate. But I'm just pointing out it must be a big problem for people. It is a big problem for people, and of course, anytime there's a big problem, the crooks are right there ready to take advantage of it. So if you are ever tempted by one of these ads, the first thing you need to find out is what are the fees? What are the fees and costs? What do I have to pay you in order to get this service? And then you can at least make a more informed decision. But what happens is you get further and further into the process, and all of a sudden there are more and more and more fees. So you really have to be careful. And you probably feel like, well, I've gone this far. I might as well go the rest of the way. And so it goes. You get drugged into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Vicki, sometimes I get discouraged because I know myself not a day goes by when I don't get maybe four or five scam calls. And I've started at least to be able to block those numbers. But the problem is ever increasing. And at least I feel good that we're helping people to avoid them by listening to your great advice. So thank you so very much. Well, thank you, Patty. As we know, education is the best defense. Absolutely. Well, we have a guest next week, and I look forward to that, Vicki, and thank you very much for all the great work you do. Before you leave, would you give everyone your fraud hotline number? Of course, and I'm also going to give you the EDD fraud hotline. Mine is area code 805-568-2442. That's 568-2442. And the EDD fraud hotline is one 800 229 6297. Thank you so much, Vicki. Until next week. 
Thanks, Patty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.